Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking end zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown! Jones has just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He's got the handoff. You know who that's? The Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to answer some mailbag questions that you sent in, your mailbag questions. And to do that, we bring in our friend who is the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, what's up, brother? Ah, uh, not too much. Gearing up for uh, uh, you know to answer these questions so I can put the jets out of my head for a little while and not think about anything uh, football related for a while. I'm looking forward to this, Chris. I can't do that. I wish I had your ability to just disconnect like that, but I can't. I'll be thinking about the jets even when there's really nothing going on because that's unfortunately how my mind works, and that's probably why I do a seven day a week jets podcast that explains some of the madness there. So let's jump into the mailbag and feed my madness by answering some Jets-related questions. We'll start with Eric Sanchez. He says, would Becton at right tackle and Fant at left tackle really be so much better than the opposite? I don't know that it would. I think Fant clearly has shown that he's better at left tackle, but I have no reason to think that Becton wouldn't be better at left tackle as well. We have no idea what he's going to look like at right tackle. He hasn't played there since early in his career at Louisville. I'm sure he'll be okay, but he could be significantly better at left tackle at this point. And I'm not sure that it's worth messing with the future 
in Becton for a guy in Fant who may or may not be here past this year. So we'll see what happens. But I think it's going to be an open competition, and the coaches will figure out which combination they think is better. Yeah, I was having this conversation at practice the other day because, you know, we were just uh, debating all things Becton and the offensive line and what it could go where and how, how they could go about it, how we think they'll go about it. And, you know, my initial thought was I would – I'd just keep Becton at left. Uh, that That's the long-term play. And as you said, Fant, it – like, you know, he might not be here past this year. Uh, so – I'm, I'm, I'd stick with that. But then my immediate thought was, well, that's also what I would have done with a AVT. I would have, I would have left him on the left uh, and next to Becton. And I would have then go into explaining like, uh, or then go and let Lake and Tomlinson switch back to the right. Cause you know, he has moved around some in his career. They obviously decided they were more comfortable with keeping Lakin there, and it was early enough to move AVT. Which so then thinking that out led me to believe, think, well, what if they get the idea that they want to play Becton over on the right side next to AVT, so they could have the strong dominant uh, rushing duo right over there on the right side. And then they could have a little, they could try to have a little bit more pass protection, uh, you know, which is definitely not unheard of. It is a way teams have gone about building offensive lines for a long time. Um, so I'm wondering if that might be in in their mind. Uh, thinking about trying to get the power over on the right side there. And, you know, we talked about it last year when they drafted AVT and before Becton got hurt about, teaming those two guys up next to each other and having them just bulldoze in the running game. And we saw how effective the offensive line was getting some push in the running game towards the end of the season. Um, even when they they still were outmatched talent-wise, they were still able to do a little bit of stuff, get some – you could see, uh, you know, where the running game will be able to pop off with just some more talent there. So I'm I'm wondering and thinking that that might end up being the route they cho- choose. Uh, I I am gen- and just in general, uh, like you though I I don't like this young guys moving around. And I, we talked about this uh, after the practice the other day, but and I know that this coaching staff wasn't here for it. But that rookie season from Beckton was really good. I'm not trying to mess with it. I'm not trying to panic because he got hurt. And, and and missed most uh, all last year. I'm not like, so I I think I would probably just stick them there. But I I gotta think that there's a good chance they're looking at trying to make that put all that power on the right side, tilted that way. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Jesse Peretz. He says, Denzel Mims question mark. I assume he's asking how Mims has been looking at OTAs and minicamps. So, Chris, I'll defer to you on this. Uh, see, I think I got this decoded a little better than you because I think it, it's obviously that, but I think it's more than that. I think I think it's just it, it just everything involving Denzel Mims he wants me to to answer give him some type of clarity on and i and i think it's a fair question i think it's a fair question it's not one that can be answered with much certainty at this point but uh, i i said this on the pod the other day too uh, he's going to be a consistent story throughout training camp it's too much it's too fascinating of a situation too to think about uh you know the way he came in everything that happened with gase and and just that offense and, and him having the injuries right away. But then he got these little glimpses that showed a lot of promise. And then last year, and now they got, you know, a bunch of other weapons. And it's almost like, is there even room for him? But now if you're going to be looking at him strictly going up against second teamers, like mostly going up against second teamers every day in practice, he's going to eat and he's going he's gonna to put on a show and he's going to demand attention from us throughout camp this this is just how it's going to be and i i can say this confidently too i thought this the other day as uh it was it was flacco or no actually it might have been mike white that threw this pass a drop back denzel mims hit like a 15 20 yard out route and once again i have never never have i seen another receiver overthrown as much as denzel mims is overthrown on the sidelines too. I'm talking for three years. I've practiced just they're throwing them all up. And the, the craziest part is he almost comes up with them almost every time he somehow manages to jump further than I expect every different time, but they're still throwing it way above his head. But you can see right now, uh, he just seems more confident on the field. You can see his athleticism out on the field much more than you could see it last year. Even I just, I don't know what it means for production during the season. We've talked about this. We've all seen it preseason training camp. You can see it produce and it can mean nothing. You can see nothing happen. And then production comes in the season. So 
it's a little bit of a glimpse of what can happen, but that's it. So we're not going to get like training camp. I'm, I'm telling you right now, be prepared for him to get like from a bunch of different reporters are going to get, uh, you know, player of the practice, like, you know, be a top three players. It's going to happen multiple times throughout camps. But as long as he's going against second teams, I just, it, we're going to have to wait and see until the season and hope that injuries, no more salmon issues or anything like that, keep them off the field and then see there. But I'll, I'll say this, all I've been saying off season is, you know, you got to just treat him like you're getting nothing from him and anything you get is a bonus. <clears throat> I still think you they they had to have that mentality going into building the roster, but I have a little more expectations now. I think he can he can absolutely contribute in a way and be a, as a you know a depth receiver. Denzel Mims can can be really really good, and they can build. Last year, I talked about like even if he's not in the system, just build a package of plays for him. 10 to 15, that just his routes work. Everybody else seems in the system. He can do damage, if especially if they have to worry about all these other guys. Next question comes in from Steven Schaefer. He says, love the show. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Steven. Which current Jet would be the best golfer and which current Jet would you most want to go have a beer with? The best golfer, I'm going to guess, is Joe Flacco. Only because he's the oldest and he probably has made the most money in his career of anybody on the roster. So for some reason, I just associate that with golf and I'm guessing that he might be the best golfer. It might be a crazy assumption. To be fair, I'm not really that into golf, but I'm just guessing based on those two things. As far as who I'd like to have a beer with, I would go with Jermaine Johnson and here's why. I feel like he'd be a fun guy to talk to. He seems outgoing, could carry a conversation. He's got a lot of fun stories, but also he's a guitar player, which means that if the conversation gets boring or we just don't want to talk anymore, he can start playing songs on his guitar and we can have fun that way. So my answer to the golf question would be Joe Flacco, and who would I most want to have a beer with? Jermaine Johnson. I think that you might be right. You might have hit the right answer on Flacco. I like the, the thinking and the strategy. Uh, I, as you guys know, I like to not go uh, the same, but I'm not going to go too far. I'm going to go similar thinking, but it's the younger guy who, who might have been around golf a bunch as a kid. So I'm going sticking in the quarterback room and going Zach Wilson on that one. Um, I, I have no idea if, if he played golf as a kid, it's not something that, but I'm going to, I'm going to take a shot that he probably took some golf lessons growing up and, and is probably better than most people on the team. That's for sure. As, as far as who I'd most like to, to, you know, get a beer with, chill with, whatever this, this is easy, uh, hands down. Um, my first thought was, you know, to give the, it's a shame because we haven't been in the locker room. So I don't know all these players as well. I usually would, but this, this is easy for me. It's, it's Michael Carter, the running back, Michael Carter. Uh, have you ever seen any of his interviews? I just want to pick his brain forever. Like he is a very, very entertaining dude. He, he is that is like, I would love to just talk to him and ask him all types of random questions and just see what comes out where his brain leads me. Next question comes in from J.P. Waxer. He says, I bumped into Denzel Mims at Whole Foods last weekend, and he looked tremendously fit. Should I read anything into his handsomeness? 
Does this make him a better receiver? Do you think he should at least be considered wide receiver four now? Also, when does Nimbly set up his tent at training camp? Because nothing matters before that. As far as the first part of this, I really don't even know what to say. I'm glad that Denzel Mims looked tremendously fit at Whole Foods. I got nothing else for you there. And Chris, as far as when you set up the tent at camp, that's a question that only you can answer. <laughs> yeah, so... I, I mean, Denzel, I get it, man. I totally get it. Uh, I don't think it means much uh, going forward there. I mean, it's good that he's in shape and fit. That's for sure. It's good that he he's he's in Whole Foods uh, doing that. And it's, it's, again, good that either he's staying away from the salmon or he's learned how to cook the salmon right. And someone who eats a lot of salmon, I hope that's the way he goes because salmon is really good and healthy for you and stick with that. Um and it is delicious to do it right, but you got you got to be careful. So hopefully he's learned that lesson, and you know maybe he he knows how to cook salmon right, and that'll that's he's able to sync up with his routes better. I don't know. I'm still not not sure we'll ever get an explanation for that. Um, I I think expectations alone, right? Uh, now we're talking about can he be number four receiver? Yeah, I think he's still got the talent to be like a, a, a good number two receiver on a team somewhere down the line. We'll, we'll see, and I, I, just the talent isn't enough to make that happen always. But I, so if if I think that's still a possibility, like a lot has to break right for that to happen. But if I think that's still a possibility, then I'm thinking, yeah, he can he can be a damn good number four. It still things have to break right, and we know the first two years. That's that's kind of the thing. It it's just he's felt kind of snake bit, right? It was just everything was one thing went wrong after another. It it nobody felt like he wasn't. I know towards the end it got weird last year, but it wasn't like he just didn't try didn't show up. He, it just everything just seemed to go his against him. So it's hard to like say you're gonna expect that to just stop. But if it does, at least enough, then yeah, absolutely. I think expectations, you, you could be like, yeah, he can do some things as a fourth receiver here. And, you know, if they somebody gets injured, you can get him in and not miss too much of the beat. Uh, as for the tent training camp, you know, I, I joke every year about uh, they need to let me set up one of those like kiddie pools or something. I, want, I need a kiddie pool. I need like an umbrella so I can just sit in the sideline, get some fans, all that. Uh, they never want to, to let me get it, and then I'm all. Uh, then I'm trying to ask them to get Woody Johnson, Chris Johnson, to let us in on their secret weather machines that I know billionaires have access to. That they're, they're you know, all that stuff. But you know, then they never want to cooperate with me. Uh, last week of July, I, I will be out there doing everything in my power to stay cool. Though uh, we we haven't got those dates yet. They're not going to give me a full tent, but you'll you'll see me with all my uh, all my towels and everything, trying to keep myself cool. Chris is going to have the hat with the fan and the water in it, and he's going to be carrying around a gallon jug of freezing cold water. You can bank on that one right now. Next question comes in from John Donnelly. He says, every time I see P. Ryan run in the preseason or regular season, he impresses me, but the Jets would rather play street free agents over him. I'm not buying the scheme fit excuse. What is the story with P. Ryan? Honestly, the story is, and I'm going to try and say this as nicely as I can, he's not good. This is really all there is to it. He's not good. 
They drafted him out of Florida. I remember watching the tape and said, gee, this guy seems very ordinary. Jack of all trades, master of none. He seemed like a solid college running back, and that was about it. Strange for a guy that they picked in the fourth round. And then whenever you watch him get the ball, he doesn't do anything that would make you take notice. Chris, I know you said that he did okay in training camp last year, but really what it boils down to is he's just really not that good of a player. Yeah, he he definitely like surprised me last year in, in camp, and I thought that he had some some nice uh, strong runs in preseason. Um, but th- this was me coming into the season saying he wasn't going to make the roster at all, and then watching training camp and watching some preseason, saying, "Hey, you know, he's got to stake as as claim as just like a a short yardage power back." But that that's it, and especially now, you got uh, with Brees Hall, Mike Carter, th- those that's one one A and one B, um, and you're gonna have uh, somebody else. You you need somebody that's he's he doesn't do enough else is the thing. He's so he, he can run hard inside, but he. He doesn't offer much as a receiver. He's not uh, a great in pass production. There's, he doesn't offer enough else to do anything to have him there, especially now with, again, Brees Hall, who can, they can just, here, you go take those short power yards. They, they don't need to keep him around just for that. That's, that's, they need verse, more versatility for, for that, that spot now. Next question comes in from AJ Tranzano. He says, what under-the-radar player has impressed in OTAs that Jets fans should keep an eye on in training camp? I haven't been there, Chris, but based on what I've been hearing and reading and getting from different people, it sounds like the guy that would fit this category the best, and I'm not saying that he's even going to necessarily make the team, but just that he looked good in OTAs and could be a name to watch in training camp, DJ Montgomery. DJ Montgomery is a, is a good one. Uh, the the, the, the truth is, I, all I can really do here is give you receivers. In all honesty, like, uh, it's possible uh, that in these OTAs that I could have given you a corner. And, you know, if, if, uh, if there was an, uh, an under-the-radar corner who had uh, played like Sauce did last, last practice, then that would be my answer. Uh, but Sauce obviously is not under the radar, so that doesn't fit. The, and these OTAs again, they're, they're, they do so little like team drill stuff, and, and you know it's just so meaningless that the only real thing I could do is go with the uh, go with the receivers and DJ Montgomery, and uh, really the it's DJ Montgomery and Jeff Smith. Like that's it again, and I I feel like we covered the Jeff Smith uh, thing enough already. Uh, we most of us we did this last uh, podcast, so uh, most people understand what this is now. He's he's too fast to not impress in training camp or preseason, um, and sure he can do something produce in very small doses, but that's the extent you're gonna get there. Uh, I I think DJ Montgomery has to fit there. It, there's just not 
anywhere else to really look yet at this time. Check back in at, in training camp. That's going to wrap up part one of the mailbag. Visit playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel to check out everything we're doing over there. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some great All-22 breakdowns of all the Jets' draft picks. Plus, he just did a review of Zach Wilson's improvement after he came back from injury last year. Watch all the videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt. The Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com. That's tee And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.